Ahoy, hoy. Hi. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. And we are walking our way through the entirety of the series so that my wife can learn more about this series that I love so much. That is true. Thank you for verifying. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so we are on season one, episode seven, Call of the Simpsons, another episode that I have distinct memories of watching as a little kid. And frankly, I don't know that I've watched since I was a little kid. Uh, well, I've never watched it. So here we go. I just realized I forgot to write something down. Oh, well, while Caitlin is writing that down, I'm just going to fill in tap dance because <laughs> the next part of the episode is her part of the episode where she reads to us okay. the specs. I'm good. Sorry, oh, okay, y'all. good. Um, uh, the Call of the Simpsons is production code 7G09, written by our good friend John Schwartzwelder, directed by Wesley Archer. And originally aired, which is the part I forgot to write down, is February 18th, 1990. February 18th, 1990. What were you doing then? Uh, well, I was four or six. I was six years old. Mm-hmm. So I was probably uh, still in kindergarten. Cool. I think I, I, was, in, I was in kindergarten <laughs> with Miss Starnes. Oh, yes. I was four. Uh-huh. I was hanging out. I don't know what I was doing. Chilling. Going to preschool. Puking. Smoking doobies. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Kidding. Smoking fatties. <laughs> like that like that man at the, at the Browns game. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Y'all. Oh. So, Caitlin and I are Browns fans. And we like to go up and see games every so often when we can. And we were able to go up back in December and watch them play. They were playing the Ravens that day. And we like to tailgate in the Muni lots, the municipal lots. And we will post a uh, we'll post a link in the description to a video of us at the lot on a different channel that we do some roller coaster stuff on. Yeah, on <laughs> roller coasters and muni lot vlogs. Uh huh. Yes. So, anyways, we're gonna uh, we'll we'll leave that for you because those tailgates are absolutely wild. Uh, they're super fun and. Uh, I just love to go up there. It's just like this huge mass, this like cacophony of noise and people and uh, beer. And And a a guy next to us smoking several big old blunts while we were... (laughs) I don't know how the man was walking, honestly. I mean, like these things were fatties in the first place. Like they were were thick. It must have been... Bad stuff. I don't know. I mean, he a seasoned veteran to be sure. He mm-hmm. was, uh, but he 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 must have uh, smoked through like three or four of these huge joints, and not that long. No, um, like maybe three hours. Yeah, it we, was... I mean, we were only in the lot for a total of like four hours, yeah. right? So even one per hour was <laughs> a significant amount of weed. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. So, but he I, was standing. I was impressed. Oh yeah, so, and he had a. If you're listening, sir, our hats. A tip of the hat to you. Yes, sir, uh, Mister uh, uh, Weenie Hut Junior. That's what it said on his jersey. <laughs> Forgot about he that. He covered up Odell Beckham's name with Weenie, <laughs> Weenie Hut Junior. It's so funny. <laughs> but th- this is not a Cleveland Browns tailgating f- uh, football podcast. What? Oh, well, <laughs> No, of course not. This the, is a Simpsons this is podcast. This Simpsons but. podcast, and you guys probably don't care that much about that stuff, but we just like to give you a special glimpse into our lives. Yeah, yeah that's right. We want to talk to our listener. <laughs> Sup? Hey. How's it going? Hope Pretty, you're good. Happy New Year. 
Yeah, smoke a fatty. As, <laughs> as we're recording this, it is January 2nd, yeah. 2022. Happy so New Year, everybody. It won't come out for a couple weeks. but Oh, well, this horrible year never end. <laughs> I posted that on our Instagram. You can you check did. us out at Escalator to Nowhere Pod on Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at Esk to Nowhere Pod. And I know that this episode's not going to come out for a couple weeks because I filled in our nuclear power plant calendar. Yes, we meant to talk about this on recording our schedule. Yeah, we meant to talk about this on the Christmas gifts episode. We got a <laughs> gift from the local power plant, which we get every year because yeah. we are in the We're zone. We're in the zone. Uh, so they send out a calendar every year. It's, uh, you can take a look at it again on our Instagram. So uh, please do. We thought that was very appropriate to fill out our Simpsons podcast on the local nuclear plant calendar. We can only hope that their staff is more competent than the <laughs> Springfield power plant. <laughs> hey, hopefully so. Because apparently it's going to snow tomorrow and we need the power to stay on. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. So we're getting started. We'll get started the same place we always do. Let's talk about the opening credits. Okay, they're they're fine. Uh-huh. The um the chalkboard gag says I will not draw naked ladies in class. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there there wasn't a couch gag. They just kind of all sat down. That's right. I noticed something though uh, that I don't think I've noticed before. I don't know if you saw it or if you've seen it otherwise. I I don't think I've seen it in other couch gags. There's a mouse hole. Oh, on the wall. I didn't notice that at so all. So the couch was kind of to the left. It wasn't really center screen. Mm-hmm. And off to the right, there was a mouse hole. Oh. Uh, the good old Tom and Jerry style uh, <laughs> hole over there. So Okay. Uh, I had never noticed it before. I don't think I've ever seen it in uh, in any other opening gag. I could have just have missed it all this time. Like I've missed the fact that uh, it was a picture of mountains back behind them. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, I happened to notice that there was a mouse hole there, so I don't think there's any uh, significance to it. It's just I don't a know. cartoon I don't know. added feature. Sorry, I'm trying to remember a quote so I can bring up screenshots as I'm as we're recording this, just so I can remember uh, what things look like. <laughs> <laughs> My short-term memory is that bad, y'all. Uh, so we... Uh, we we wrap up these credits. You know, they're, it's the long form credits. It's still the ones. Uh, this is still first season credits where Bart steals the bus sign and the people run after the bus as it passes them by. Other than that, it's pretty standard. And we get to the non couch gag. Yeah, they all just pile onto the couch mm-hmm. there, right? Just and sit. We open up. Uh, we open up with Ned Flanders showing up. Yeah, this is really the first time we've actually seen him since Simpsons roasting. Mm-hmm. Um, in a meaningful way. He does not sound quite like Flanders yet. No, but he certainly looks much more like Flanders. For sure. And he does the whole high diddly ho, whatever the hell neighbor uh-huh. shit. Can I make a confession? Okay. I really hate the way Flanders talks. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, buckle up, buttercup. I know. I hate, th- I hate it. I just don't like it. I don't know why. It's what, just a thing. What is it that you don't like about it? Like the oakley doakley. Like I uh-huh. hate, like, ugh. It just makes me cringe. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, oh. It just does. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone is going to say that you have to like Ned Flanders. Okay. Like, as a character, he's fine. But the way he speaks just... I, it's like, it's the reason I don't like the Apples and Bananas song. Oh, yeah. Same Y'all know thing. this about Caitlin. Same she hates thing. the Apple and Banana song. <laughs> and if you're wondering, what do they mean by that? You definitely know this song. It's the I like to eat, eat, eat 
apples and bananas. Yes, and of I course, then it. you go through the vowels. I like to eat. Mm. No. Eight. Apples and bananas. You know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? What? It's people having a good time. And uh, I don't like it. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Are those people having fun over there? Yeah. Nah, don't Fuck do that. Them. Fuck them. Yeah. No. Sorry. No, that's I I just that is it's like something that like uh, grates on my nerves a little bit. But hey, luckily this look, episode we, we don't have to deal with it a whole lot. Well here's the thing is that uh you know, I don't think that this that I don't think it's that it's just that people are having a good time because if this were a Cleveland Browns tailgating podcast, we'd still be talking about all the good times that people had <laughs> on the Cleveland Browns tailgate. And I didn't hate it. That's that's right, you had a good time. I did have a good time. Uh so yeah, we see Flanders there. And uh, he rolls up, right? Yeah, he rolls up in an RV. Mm-hmm. Homer and Bart are mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. I had some flashbacks to our last house when we had a push like rotary motor. Yeah, we <laughs> sure not, did. We mower, had a, not mower. an old time. There was real no motor mower. involved, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a real mower. Um, Which, by the way, just they just don't work very well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rod drives by, and he's like on the fancy riding riding mower, mm-hmm. the rotting mower. Oh, <laughs> he's on the fancy riding mower, and then you see Bart pushing this real mower, and then that's when Flanders drives up in his RV, and he's like, "Look, Simpson, look what I have." Yeah, he refers to Homer as Simpson, uh, which is kind of weird to me. He doesn't do that normally. Uh, uh, no, not really. Oh. No, he normally refers to him as, as, as Homer. Homer? Yeah. Okay, because I just assumed... Or Neighborino. <sighs> probably your favorite way. <laughs> <laughs> so this, so uh-huh. this RV is, you know, is, is intended to look impressive. Homer reveals something in, right in front of Flanders there. Uh, and we did not read the... Uh, the synopsis oh, we forgot earlier. to read the synopsis. That's Whoops. okay. I, I'll just read it real quick here yeah. uh, because I was thinking about it. The only reason I thought about it was because my computer went into dark mode. Uh, well. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it is a camping misadventure for the Simpsons. First, they get lost in the woods and lose all their camping equipment. Bart and Homer go for help but get washed down a waterfall and lose all of their clothes. In the meantime, Maggie meets, some, meets, meets with some bears while Homer is mistaken for Bigfoot after sinking in a mud hole. So, all of this gets kicked off by this jealousy of Homer's for... Keeping up with the Flanderses. Uh-huh. He says it in a... Like, I can't, I can't, he didn't say Flanderses. Flanderses? Wait. He says something... <laughs> he, he basically tells Bart, when Bart's complaining about their lawnmower, mm-hmm. that they can't keep up... Don't worry about keeping up with the Flanders. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, of course, uh, in, a very, in a very Simpsons way, he says, don't... Don't be jealous of them. You know, do yeah. not covet thy neighbors. He says, "Don't try mower. to keep up with the Flanderses." <laughs> and then immediately, Flanders shows up, and Homer is clearly jealous. Yeah. Of so, this so RV. Ned has this RV. It is. It's the... got a TV. It's got <laughs> microwave. It's got a deep fryer. Yeah. And it's got something that, to me, when I was a little kid, so like when I was six years old, nineteen ninety, this would have been a status symbol for sure. VCR. No, oh. he had a satellite on top uh, of the thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Land Behemoth is the na- the model name of it. Oh, the Land Behemoth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, when I was little, uh, my uncle, who uh, was one of the sorts of people that needed to have the new electronics every time they came out, and so I was always very impressed with his TV because we had regular old cable at our house. Uh, but he had a giant satellite on his house. 
And have you ever seen that satellite? I don't think so. It is. I mean, it is a full on. It's still there? Oh, yeah. Does he still use it? No, I don't think so. Okay. But uh, it is a full on giant ass satellite. <laughs> and it is, don't think direct TV satellite, y'all, which is what is on top of Ned's uh, Ned's RV, yeah. a direct TV style satellite. No, no, no. This thing, it, it's got to be six feet in diameter. I mean, it's huge. Wow. And so uh, I, that to me always read as a as a status mm-hmm. symbol because if you had a satellite, then that was something significant. Right, you're talking to space. Yeah, exactly. Not that I understood that as a kid <laughs> or how how that actually works. Right. But um, Homer reveals in this scene too that he, uh, with some frequency, apparently reads Ned's mail. And knows how <laughs> knows much how money. much he makes. Yes. Yeah. So he said something to the effect of, "You only make like twenty four dollars more a week." I think week it was twenty seven. But yeah. Uh, so so Flanders is making more money than Homer. Yeah. Homer's feeling that real hard because he doesn't have a land behemoth. He sure does. But he he talks to him. He's like, I don't understand how you can afford it. Mm-hmm. And Ned says something that though he looks like Ned and kind of sounds like Ned and is sort of using that Ned language, he says something that is not very characteristic of Ned Flanders. He bought it on credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would wager, based off of later episodes, that Ned would consider credit to be a form of gambling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we haven't met the overtly Christian. Ned, yeah, yeah, he's really not there, no, is he? No, because yeah. we we met him, um, like I said, in Simpson roasting, and, and yeah, he had Mary Xmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was before the war on Christmas was declared. So oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> Starbucks hadn't gotten into the game yet. No, no, there had been no plain red <laughs> cups yet. You know, but, the audacity. I know. Maybe the maybe the animators' hands were just very tired, so they decided to do well. That just in case Christ. anybody listening is wondering, we celebrate Honda Days in this house. <laughs> no, we are a Hyundaiica family, Robert. Hyundaiica. <laughs> Did you just make that up? No, I made it up earlier when there was a post on Facebook about it. Because I drive a Hyundai. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we go. Yep. (laughs) So, anyway, so uh, Homer decides that he is going to get himself an RV. Mm -hmm. Caitlin, by the way, if you uh, listened to our Christmas Gifts bonus episode, she... Uh, has completed the, the Simpsons puzzle. puzzle, the Cast of Thousands twice. puzzle. That's right, you did it you twice. Did it, you did it with me one time, and then I did it again by myself, because uh-huh. I wanted to time challenge myself. And you completed it in less time than it took the two of us to do it together, right? Yeah, I think originally it took us about 10 hours, uh-huh. and then I did it in nine hours. <laughs> nice, nice. By myself. Our dog ate a piece. It's okay. <laughs> so it's no longer a thousand it's piece puzzle. It's not bothering me at all. <laughs> it's a 999-piece. I guess I could order another one from Amazon, but yeah. that's I, excessive. I, I just assumed that you were going to do that. Oh, really? <laughs> I did. I, I just assumed that was what would oh, happen. Oh, well, anyway. Uh, you may be able to contact the, the like, puzzle creator and be like, hey, I really this love is your the- puzzle, but my dog ate this one piece. It's yeah. of young Homer's torso. Can I please have one? Thank I've you. I've heard about puzzle companies doing that. Yeah. So the girl I watch on YouTube that does jigsaw puzzles, she had a puzzle that was so big that the company put in the packet. They're like, when you lose pieces, please write to this number. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So there's your answer, Y'all, I, t- I took a hard right turn into puzzling. So She did. I did. And the funny thing is, is that it was my gift. Like she, she gave the gift to me, and she gave herself the gift of puzzling. 
<laughs> I'm just puzzing. Just puzzing, baby. Just puzzing. May have bought two more. Not since it's related. Have, yeah, right. They have since been delivered. And she fussing about this bird puzzle. Shot. It's supposed to be 26 inches wide. It's only 23. I, I made a mistake. I fixed it. Oh, you fixed it. I oh, did. I, did, I didn't know you fixed it. I, I found the error of my ways. Oh, well. We uh, <laughs> Speaking of the error of our ways, Homer's jealousy is getting better of him. Oh, and so they, they decide, or he decides, that they are going to go down to the RV lot where we meet somebody else from the puzzle. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Bob, Cowboy Bob. Yeah, Bob, the RV salesman. Who did not sound like I thought he would, judging from his appearance on the puzzle. So what did you think he was going to I thought he was going to have a weird accent, like a country accent. Oh, like this. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to my RV <laughs> showroom. Ooh-wee, son, you need an RV quick. That's uh, executive producers of The Simpsons, we are available for voiceover. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want to be on this show anymore. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, wait, I don't want to be on that show because it's not very good right now. Oh, you were talking about later seasons. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we'll, we, I'm sure. I don't know. People say there are gems, but I've watched it here and there in the late seasons. But I guess, you know, if we keep going, we'll get there. Eventually. We'll see. We'll see. That's right. At least, though, we get to go through the golden years first. Yes. Although right now we're sledging through <laughs> season one here. And uh, yeah. Homer walks up and he, he says the name of Ned's RV and says, you have something better than that, right? Uh-huh. And he says, you bet. And then there, it, the new RV is, what is it? The ultimate the behemoth? The ultimate behemoth. A so, double-decker. Yeah. Ned's is land behemoth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one at the RV lot is the ultimate behemoth. Oh, and hold on, I was gonna open. <laughs> I was gonna open up. Here we go. It's an RV that's similar to that of the double decker bus. It has a steering wheel. Uh, the steering wheel is on the top floor. It features mm-hmm. a big screen TV, mm-hmm. its own satellite, an elevator, four deep fryers, one for each part of the chicken. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Homer does ask <laughs> if there's a deep fryer. Yes, along with very other things, including a horn uh, sounding very similar to a ship's foghorn, which he does honk the horn at mm-hmm. one point yes he does yeah so uh homer is obviously very interested in this and marge is gonna marge she's uh in her lease nagging tone yeah. uh talking to herself but really talking to everybody about how this looks very expensive yes and and it uh, uh it is it's so insp- expensive in fact um bob runs homer's credit and mm-hmm. says Oh, whoops. Nope. You can't. <laughs> yeah. This is not in your price range. An alarm actually sounds. Yes. He, <laughs> and Homer says, is that a good alarm? <laughs> uh, I've told you the story, I think, before. About uh, your dad. Yeah. The about, yes. about, yeah. I, as soon as that as soon as that scene occurred, I knew you were going to tell the story. No, Please didn't. proceed. Yes. No, go you ahead. Didn't. Uh, yeah, I did. Go ahead. More predictable Robert. <laughs> Always chooses rock. <laughs> Do you get that reference? Uh, no, I know it's poor, predictable Bart. Uh huh. But I don't know. The oh, okay. Context. Okay. Uh, so when I was when I was younger, y'all, my uh, my father and, and well, my family went out to buy a new vehicle. It was going to be a van, and uh, we found one that we liked. And you know, old smiling Sam, the salesman, comes out and is talking to father and. They settle, father, you know, settles on this one. And again, if you're listening for the first time, I call my parents mother and father. I know it's weird, but it's what I do. <laughs> and anyway, so uh, uh, the salesman says, "He's all right. I'm just going to go run a credit check, and I'll be right back." 
And I turned to father and I went, is this the one we're getting? This actually might've been around this time, 1990. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and he said, yep. And I said, well, as long as the credit's good. And father said something to me that has only proved to be truer and truer every day as I live my life as an adult. He turned to me and he said, oh, we have great credit. We owe money to everybody. And so I carry that mantra with me, and I tell that story a lot whenever and, credit comes up. <laughs> and when you go buy your ultimate behemoth, you better hope that that you still owe money to everybody so you can afford the ultimate behemoth. That's right. Yeah. 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 So we ran into a little bit of that with uh, buying our new house just because both of us have you know, decent credit. Uh, it really helped us out in terms of uh, mortgage insurance and all that. This is now a financial and real estate podcast. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to Robert and Caitlin's financial and real estate podcast. It is over now. Cha-ching. <laughs> oh, oh, we only oh, got sound effects. That's great. <laughs> Big fan. So obviously, if you can't see where this is going, I mean, I guess you're not really paying attention. Homer cannot afford the great RV, so he takes him. Uh, Bob takes him over to the RV that he can afford. Yeah. Did you notice there's like one detail about this scene? Of course, the RV is the shittiest RV you could possibly imagine. There's a tree growing out of the grill, which yes. is so funny. <laughs> but where it's parked is especially funny because did you notice it? Uh uh-uh. uh. There's barbed wire on the fence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as as to as if to say, like, this is a rough area where we keep the crappy RVs. Oh. So <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk. I, I mean, you did, but I thought I thought you were talking about the tree growing out of the, oh, the grill. Yeah, the tree growing out of the grill is funny. Uh-huh. Don't don't get me wrong. I. But yeah, you're right. Like this is like the shittiest of shitty RVs. Yeah, and ain't in no fact, deep, ain't no deep fryers in this baby. On the um, Simpsons fandom wiki, they call it the crappy RV. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, yeah, it's just like leaking everywhere. There's a tree growing out of the grill. All mm-hmm. sorts of craziness. And so, I, you know, I kind of wondered when they were in this, this scene because Homer keeps trying to get like a price out of Bob, both with the right. Ultimate Behemoth and with this one. And we don't ever really get a price. Yeah, we on, do. Well, we get a we get a monthly price. Right. But we don't get like, like a total, a real price. Yeah. And I think in 1990, they just, you know, tried to come up with a number that was so astronomically high. Right. A ridiculous number. 350 a month is what right. we get there. And I, I would say this, like, if someone were to be like, 350 a month, Robert, I'd be like, no. Yep, no, <laughs> like, thank you. Here in 2022. 2022. 2022. Yeah, I'd be like, no, thank you. So it must have been just nuts in 1990. Yeah, yeah. Like, how how expensive was that? And how long is that loan? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we <laughs> yeah. don't, we don't know. He like, he, 98 months so Bob, <laughs> Bob flat out will not tell Homer how much the ultimate behemoth is, but he does finally tell him how much the crappy RV is. Mm-hmm. And if the crappy RV is $350 a month, I can only imagine what the ultimate behemoth is. Yeah. Oh, and, and of course, you know, Homer is like, well, maybe I should go consult with them. And this salesman is like the ultimate turd. Yep. And, uh, in trying to push this, this RV off onto him. He basically says, I thought, you know, I thought that you were a man and could make decisions for yourself. Right. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, kind of like panning over to the family to see <laughs> all his whole family standing there and like mm-hmm. his decision is going to affect them greatly. But of course, Homer goes for it. Yep. Right. And they drive up in front of in front of Flanders. <laughs> and here we do see Flanders do something very Flandery. 
Homer pulls up in this obvious mm-hmm. shitbird RV. He's like, hey, Ned, look what I got. Yep. And Ned goes. Yeah. 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 What a beaut or something yeah. along those lines. And, uh, and Homer turns to the margin and is like, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And then they cut immediately to them going camping. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They, they, I guess they actually had already packed everything up because it's not really like a cutaway it or anything. It seemed like it was like that very moment that they went. Yes. <laughs> They're like, all right, let's hit the road. Did you see what they packed up in the back? The charcoal grill. There's a charcoal grill. Yes. And something else very important. Oh, I didn't see. It's a TV. Oh. They I, pack a TV back there. I did not see that. <laughs> Which I thought, was, I thought was very funny. And um, whether intentional or not, I don't know. But to me, it sort of seemed like they were trying to make this crappy RV the best RV possible. Uh-huh. And the other RV, the Ultimate Behemoth, had a huge TV right. in there. Well, I, I just imagine that Homer was the one doing this and just had no discretion as to what he put into the... <laughs> well, it certainly was not orderly back there, was it? <laughs> no, it was not. And, and it's like when you're packing to go on a trip and you're like, all right, I'm going to be gone for three days. I need to pack 15 pairs of underwear in case I poop my pants. <laughs> this Caitlin is speaking for herself, <laughs> by the way. God, yes, that is how you pack, dear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All but right, I so I'm going for three days, so I need three pairs of underwear, plus one if I day. shit myself, plus one if I pee myself after <laughs> shitting myself. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I should be good with the ones I got on. Yeah, like Robert will literally go, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, three shirts, three underpants, three shorts, three socks. We're good. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Listen, I just like to have options. Oh, I see. Yeah. I wish I had some more options. I wonder where they have on there. Holes in them. Oh, throw them away. You got new ones for Christmas. It's true. I did. <laughs> I'm going to wash them. Oh, okay. We didn't do any laundry yesterday because you don't wash your clothes on New Year's Day. Uh-huh. Uh, but we've got a lot of laundry to do today. Yeah, as we a do. Result. Holy crap. <laughs> All right. So they're going camping and Homer is oh, with well, the background music <laughs> turns into Homer whistling a song that's very near and dear to Caitlin and I. Yeah. Oh, you wanted me to sing it? You started rocking back and forth like you were going to sing? I was, well, so first of all, I rocked back and forth like I was going to sing, but then I couldn't remember the name. Uh Uh-huh. I always went, do, 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 do. Oh, that is definitely not it. That is the incorrect song. It's this one. Uh, 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 uh,
Haven't you looked them up before? I think it's supposed to be my knapsacks on my back. Yes, I think you're right. Um, yeah, I think that sounds that sounds right to me. It is a German song, actually, that was written. Um, it was written by Florenz Friedrich Sig- Sigismund. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Germany, for that. Um, trying to figure out when it was written, but it does not say. Welcome to our my music of the my early twentieth century podcast, everybody. Sorry, guys. Uh, knapsack on my back. That's the that's the correct lyrics, not my nutsacks on the lawn. Um, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Well, in this house, uh, it will forever. It, it be will forever be my nutsack, my nutsack on, on the lawn. lawn. Yep. So the Simpsons go out camping. Uh, Homer is refers to himself as a woodsman uh, <laughs> and starts driving this quote unquote all terrain vehicle. At, at, like, at a blinding speed through the woods yes like no no not a care in the world mm-hmm. and of course he hits the brakes and yeah he's like do you want to stop and everybody's like yes <laughs> and then so he slams he stops, on the brakes and it comes to uh comes to show that they are actually teetering off the edge of a cliff and there's a really good gag in here where homer says all right everybody on the count of three slip out the doors one <laughs> And after one, you hear the other door slam. Yeah. <laughs> everybody it, jumps it, right everybody out. Everybody yeeted on out of that. <laughs> that RV. Hey, we sound cool. We sound cool. We just said yeet. <laughs> yeet. Um, they got out of the RV and then he kind of sneaks out. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the RV f- with all their worldly possessions, to include the TV the and TV the grill. and the grill. Yep. Uh, falls off a cliff. <laughs> Very and far off a cliff. It sure, it's, <laughs> it sure did. And something happens in this moment that uh, we have noted before that the Simpsons are extremely fond of. It explodes. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a full-on explosion. In it's this smoking. One, it looks a great deal, doesn't it? It looks a great deal like an old Wile E. Coyote yep. explosion. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that that was intentional. Right. But uh, uh, we watched Marge v. Monorail. The other day. That was the first episode we watched in this, the year of our Lord, 2022. Yes. And we, (laughs) and there's an explosion in that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Simpsons just love to take things that aren't necessarily supposed to explode. It's a cartoon. It's yeah. Yeah. At the very heart of it, it's a cartoon. So it's supposed to be crazy. Mm -hmm. This is not nonfiction, Robert. (laughs) Oh, what if it was? That'd be weird. (laughs) Uh huh. Anyway. Are you on acid? No. <laughs> what if it was? What if it was? What's that spider doing over there? Oh, <laughs> man. My so hands. So many spiders. <laughs> I've never done acid, so therefore. Welcome to Robert and Caitlin's Let's Try Drugs podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Caitlin is wearing a tie-dye shirt I over am there. wearing tie-dye. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, anyway. Lisa. You, oh, so go ahead. You know what I wrote down immediately uh-huh. after the thing fell off a cliff? What's that? I was like, this episode is a problem that could have been solved with a cell phone. <laughs> to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What a world, right? Yeah. We, uh, this would be no issue. You just, yeah, you, no problem. Nope. You make, make a call. You're like, hey, come drop, pick me up. Drop a pin. I'm on the cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drop a pin. Yeah, yep, easy that's peasy. Right. That's right. Uh, but instead, we don't have a cell phone, and Lisa says something uh, in, her, in a very Lisa way uh, of making note of the, the obvious of what's happening. Uh, she says, the Simpsons have entered nature. 
And sure enough, they have. That's true. But it's Homer absurd. has 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 uh, referred to himself as a, a woodsman, an experienced woodsman. He says this several yes, times. Yes, and then eventually Marge says it. Says yeah. it. Says it. I'm like, what? Yeah. And so like, I thought my I, husband's an experienced woodsman. I noticed that later. Like, I was. I said to myself, does Marge buy this bullshit? Like, yeah, like, does she, she have says a, it to Lisa. Does she have, like, a reference point for this? Like, oh, yes. Yeah. My husband likes to go camping all the time. Yeah, so, like, I was kind of confused here. Like, Homer is, like, he's he's clearly lying, right? Or is he lying? Like, is there or any is reason he, for us to think this? Yeah, or, like, now, I could see you saying you're an experienced woodsman because you were in the scouts. Right. Like, was he in the scouts as a kid? And that's his definition and his point of reference as for being a woodsman. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Bart will join the, well, the, yeah, the, the Simpsons version of the scouts later on. But, uh, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but Homer proves to be a buffoon there as well. So. Right. Right. So, I mean, I think I, I read it as him being like, uh, misinterpreting his own skill set. I see. I see. A, a Dunning-Kruger sort of situation. Sure. You know, th- you know where someone who knows nothing think or knows only a little bit thinks they have a, like a master's knowledge. Yeah. Of, yeah. 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 Uh, just like me in my study of psychology. <laughs> Dunning-Kruger, everybody. <laughs> I took college-level psychology courses and I did not get that welcome to robert and caitlin's psychology <laughs> podcast we'll do a bonus episode about the psychology of the Simpsons. no we won't will we <laughs> no we're gonna dunning kruger our way through this we got fucking... dunning kruger the fuck out of here baby yeah. <laughs> i kind of feel like maybe we are maybe we are dunning krugering over here because like i'm supposed to be the expert in this <laughs> Like genre, like you're the noob and I'm the expert. And I really don't think of myself as a Simpsons expert. I'm just a fan. We of the just show. like to talk about it. Yeah. And so we decided we would record ourselves and put us put us ourselves on the internet and see if any suckers would be willing to listen. Yeah, to Yeah, right. So far, we got that one. Looking good out there. <laughs> nice, nice to see you again or, or talk to you again. Homer goes back and uh, moving on with the episode. Yeah. They are in. Uh, Homer walks off and. Uh, after proclaiming himself to be a, a natural woodsman or yeah. an expert woodsman. He's going to go find help. Uh, but, he, you know, here's this is another complication, right? He walks off and then immediately starts crying that he's doomed the family, and the echo bounces back, oh, and yeah. so everybody hears him say it. And then he yells, shut up! And he goes, shut up, shut up, shut yeah. up. Yeah. And then, as if they needed any more evidence that it was him, he lets out a, an annoyed grunt. Yeah. Don't! Don't! And it bounces off yeah. as well. Marge, I think the intention was that she would uh, uh, that she would look like she was worried, or that she was, but she kind of just looks like it's, it's just like one eyebrow raised and just kind of like, "What's going on over there?" Yeah, like, yeah. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There were some animation issues in this episode. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, anyway, so they eventually end up splitting up. Mm-hmm. Homer and Bart. Mm-hmm go and as they start to leave the campsite maggie i don't know if you noticed it sounded like she was started walking and then she fell and uh-huh. then she started walking again as she fall there was like a thump sound yeah. which i thought was very funny uh-huh. um so maggie ends up going with bart and homer 
while Lisa and Marge stay at the campsite yep. to like spruce it up. <laughs> So you, so you took you took note of that. Yes, I <laughs> Marge did. was sweeping the floor of the With a forest. Yeah, yeah and she was doing that, and then like late at a at certain point later, like she had built this like thing out of sticks that looked like a shelter, mm-hmm. and like all sorts of stuff. And it's like, no, who's really the experienced camp camper here? It's yeah. Marge. Yeah, or, obviously, or, or maybe it was just, probably Lisa. Well, maybe it's just more of like. Who has common sense? Yeah, <laughs> and can yeah can manage to survive out right, here? Right, exactly. Uh, the um uh the thing you know with sweeping the floor is you know is is something it just reminds me of uh of people who live in houses with dirt floors. But you know, people who live in houses with dirt floors still sweep the floor mm-hmm. uh, because apparently, like packed dirt is different from. Yeah. Dirt that, you know, that gets on the floor. Just, it sounds like something that you wouldn't do, like in the modern age where everybody more or less has right. a floor, uh, at least in our fortunate part of the world. Uh, but like, that is something that people do, but not in this particular situation. No, she's just, I think she's just trying to keep busy. Marge, you're going to The fact that she is not freaking the fuck out is astonishing because mm-hmm. your girl right here would not be pleased. <laughs> during this don't worry i'm an experienced woodsman oh, we'd be great. all right here we go yeah <laughs> they managed to build a fire and everything which we discover a little bit later so like yeah. and homer and bart are naked and afraid yeah, <laughs> yeah literally at um, one point they go over they go over a waterfall yeah and, well go ahead oh I was just going to say, and we have an appearance again, and it's named this time. Yeah, the Lucky Red Hat. This Lucky Red yep. Hat. Yes. Yep. I noticed that, too. Um, then they're, like, trekking through the woods, and Homer's really upset, and Bart says, don't have a cow, Dad. Yeah, you heard him say it, too. Yeah. Okay, I w- like, it's kind of, like, off the, to the side, mm-hmm. right? Like, Homer's in the water, and Bart's off to the side. Yeah, this is when yeah. Lose oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. And I heard, I heard what I thought. Because Homer's was, still in the water, and then he thinks he's lost Bart. Yeah. And Bart shows up, all natural. Yeah. Being like, "Don't have a cow, Dad. Here I am." Yeah. So like, it was. I was unsure if that exact was actually what he said, but I'm glad you heard it too. So yeah. yeah. So this is the first instance of the "Don't have a cow." I don't know if it is. I oh, feel no? like I, I I feel like we talked about it before in a previous episode. Well, it's not the. It's an early one. It isn't, however, like the full on fleshed out phrase, which is "Don't have a cow, man." Right. Uh, but he does say "Don't have a cow, dad." So right. maybe there's some uh, something of note here that he refers to him as yes. dad here. So meanwhile, uh, as Homer and Bart are falling off the waterfall, Maggie is just like, "Hey, what's up?" And um, mm-hmm. gets like adopted by a family of bears. Yes, a big scary bear shows up. I love up. that Maggie has her own little like subplot in this episode. Yeah, she sure does. Uh, and she pacifies this bear with a pacifier. pacifier. She just like goes into her pocket of her onesie and is like, "Hey, here mm-hmm. you go." And, and it's she seems to be communicating with the bear through the pacifier in terms yeah. of how she's sucking on the pacifier and he's responding and mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, Maggie is off, uh, gets carried off by the bear, uh, off to the bear cave. Yep. And so she's safe and sound while Homer and Bart are out, really, really roughing it. Uh, I, I this is where I wrote down, Homer is an experienced woodsman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this must be where Marge actually says that he says to Lisa that he is an, ex- an experienced yeah, woodsman. Yeah, and also he, 
in the, at this time they're trying they're hungry so they're trying to trap their dinner and so he traps he sets a trap more inconsistencies like he actually sets a trap like uh, yeah pulls, pulls they, the uh the sapling, sapling thank you yeah. down uh he, yeah they all seem really good at this but also completely inept because what happens as soon as the rabbit comes near homer's trap the the sapling springs up and throws that rabbit like into the beyond i am extremely disappointed that you did not say it yeeted the I, rabbit i i said yeeted earlier and mm-hmm. i did not want to say i didn't want to say it again i don't want to sound desperate <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit is yeeted into the other world. I don't know where it goes. It's uh, like it's like the, way far away. <laughs> yeah, in the in the way far off distance. Yeah, in Shelbyville. Uh, we also uh, meet an ancillary character here. Uh, somebody who I don't know is ever uh, is ever seen again. There is this real jerk ass dude who's camping with his wife. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and. He is complaining to her that they drove, first of all, they drove 800, 800 miles. miles. That's a long way to go camping. <laughs> to go sit in the listen, woods. Listen, listen. If, if we're driving 800 miles, I'm sleeping my ass in a real bed after that trip. Duly noted. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, so we... <laughs> so, Kay, uh, not Kaylin. <laughs> so, uh, the man is sitting there and he's complaining to her that they drove 800 miles and they haven't seen any animals. And the lady was like, Well, be careful. There's supposed to be bears out here. And, and he's like, gets up and like starts mocking the bears. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bears. He's a real asshole. Yeah. But then what happens? So the lady's holding a baby. Mm-hmm. The bears steal the baby's bottle so they can take it back to their cave for Maggie. That's right. Which is very sweet. Thank you, bears. The bears on the puzzle, by the way. Looking after, looking after Maggie. Two bears on the puzzle. One with a pacifier, and then another just rando. Yes, there's the circus bear, and then there's Gentle Ben. Did not know they were named. Thought they were the bears from this episode. <laughs> oh no, no! no I no. was like, well, damn. No, I don't think so. Because we got Bob on the puzzle. So, uh, we we then uh, after uh, after this segment is done, we we come to the realization that there was in fact. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, Homer is out walking in his. He's he's um, comprised some clothing out of bush. bushes. Yeah, and he uh, falls into a mud hole. And after, as right. he get up from the mud hole, there is a an observer, a nature lover, out taking photos or videos. And well, before before this happens, something important happens oh, oh. that contributes to this plot line. Uh-huh. He finds a beehive, and oh. is like, "Look, honey." So he like runs up to the beehive oh, right, and like yeah. shoves his hand in and puts the honey in his mouth. And mm-hmm. of course there's bees with the honey mm-hmm. and Bart's like, uh, no, that's a terrible idea. Uh-huh. And of course the bees sting the inside of Homer's mouth. Yes. And this is when he runs into the mud pit. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. then runs and he's looking for water is what he's looking for yeah. to get away from the bees. It jumps into the mud. And then when he gets up, he is of course speaking in his gibberish and he's covered in mud. And this man take, gets the video of him and mistakes him, obviously, mistakes for Bigfoot. Him for Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was at this point where I wrote down an experienced woodsman. And I think that was, there was a cut scene towards, uh, to Maggie, or I'm sorry, to Lisa and Marge back at the site, kind of commiserating about, well, we hope the boys are okay. We hope Maggie's okay. Hope yeah. Maggie's not slowing them down. Yeah. This is where I, this is where I wrote Marge buys Homer's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
But the, exactly. the, the two, the two uh, ladies, uh, Lisa and Marge, I mean, are rescued. Uh, and we, when, mm-hmm. when they're rescued, they're taken out, I guess, towards the entrance of the park right. and there's already stands set up for the Bigfoot mania yeah. that's happening. There, there was a broadcast on uh-huh. TV. I had a couple notes about this. Oh, okay. First of all, the newscaster is like, Hey everybody, like there's Bigfoot, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and we return you to the president's address. <laughs> As if this was big enough news to interrupt the president speaking. Uh But I also noticed something else about the character of the newscaster himself, Uh and it is not Kent Brockman. Yeah, it's not Kent Brockman. Um, But if I remember, the reporter who was out there did kind of look like Kent Brockman, had the same kind of hair, didn't have quite, quite the same in face but his yeah hair I, reminded I didn't me of pay Kent. i didn't pay attention to that but it, it was it was funny nevertheless that the springfield broke <laughs> <laughs> broke into the president's address to talk about bigfoot, bigfoot living big in, the, in the in the in the national park or whatever yeah so uh marge then starts getting interviewed by the uh by a reporter out in the field if you will mm-hmm. and <laughs> Uh, there's this very this very funny gag of the of three newspaper. Yeah, they're like, "Well, it's it's Bigfoot," and Marge is like, "No, that's my husband." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The newspaper reads, "I married Bigfoot." <laughs> yeah, hold on. It's up at the top. I I'm sorry. There. Here? No, up. Up. There. Oh yes, the, yeah. That's the um, that's the headline. It's the "I yeah. married Bigfoot" headline. Here's the what the Anchorman says about the. Bigfoot. Okay. He Caitlin says, is reading from our big book. Simpsons I'm reading World. from Simpsons World, the ultimate episode guide. Seasons mm-hmm. one through 20, not flawless, but a good place to start. Um, the anchorman says, Bigfoot, legendary half man, half ape, is no longer a legend. He's a very, he's very, very real. Now the naturalist who took these absolutely extraordinary pictures was most impressed by the creature's uncivilized look, its foul language, and most of all, its indescribable stench. A popular supermarket tabloid has offered a reward of $5,000 to anyone who can bring this creature in alive. Naturally, we have more on this story as it develops, we now return you to the president's address already in progress. <laughs> so that's what he says. But yeah, uh, Marge is talking to the guy and she, in, in the next couple of headlines on the paper, mm-hmm. this is where you're going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it says, I married Bigfoot. Bigfoot's wife um, pleads, call him Homer. <laughs> and finally, the Bigfoot diet, pork chops aplenty. <laughs> Yes, uh, they of course. Uh, uh, Homer shows up, and he gets taken in. And even though the mud is cleaned off of him later, he is kept in this cage. They and, shoot him with a trank dart. Oh yes, that's right. Uh, uh, and in his cage, uh, as they're observing him, they give him, of course, a pork chop. Mm-hmm. And Homer asks for applesauce with it, which is something I've never done. I don't understand pork chops and applesauce. Yeah, I know that's an, do that, it's but... from the Brady Bunch, I think. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, at least that's like where I first heard of pork chops and applesauce. Oh, it's a Peter Brady moment. Pork chops and applesauce. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's an episode of the Brady Bunch. I have never watched the Brady Bunch. What? Never once. How not? How? Uh, I, I I don't know, but I. <laughs> This is what I was watching while you were watching The Simpsons. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I know that they run up and down the stairs a lot. 
<laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I only know that because of Family Guy. <laughs> so here's something. Something happens here. So these scientists are observing Homer, right? Mm-hmm. And in their observations of him, uh, the lead scientist, or at least the one who's talking to the press, is Doctor Marvin Monroe. I, know. I was like, does this man not? Does not he not recognize the dude that drew an airplane in his office when he was supposed to be drawing like I don't know dignity and ruined his business? Yeah, <laughs> that too. Hey, I wonder if it was the same TV that they uh, they got from the uh, from the money after at the end of that episode. I don't know, but they got to buy a new one. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> you, you better believe they do. So a quick update on the pork chops and applesauce. It is a traditional dish in Spanish and British cuisine consisting of cooked pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> and then it says, in popular culture, in episode number 55 of the Brady Bunch titled The Personality Kid that aired in 1971, the phrase pork chops and applesauce is stated by Peter Brady, played by Christopher Knight, using an impression of the voice of Humphrey Bogart. Oh, so is that what you were doing? Oh, fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> Pork chops and applesauce. Man. <laughs> How many Humphrey Bogart, Bogart movies have you watched? Zero. Exactly. I, I <laughs> could tell you what he sounds like or looks like. Really? <laughs> no idea. Oh, my God. Okay. No clue. Sorry. I was watching Call of the Simpsons when those were being shown on Turner. Actually, on the... Um, on the Wikipedia, the pork chops and applesauce Wikipedia page, it also references The Simpsons, but it's a treehouse of horror that they reference. Ah, I could update that and include this one. Okay, I'm a contributor to the pork chops and applesauce Wikipedia page. Oh boy, put that on your business card, please. I absolutely will. So we, uh, after uh, Homer gets his pork chop, and um, Doctor Monroe notes that the question of whether or not this is Bigfoot after their testing has been proved inconclusive. He says he's either a substandard or subintelligent human, or he's an extremely intelligent ape. Right. And uh, this cuts to Homer and lying in bed with Marge who says, Oh boy, the guys at the plant are going to have a field day with this. And then Marge says, you're my brilliant beast. Yes. Looking at Homer very sweetly say, yeah, brilliant beast. Cut to credits. End of episode. That's, that's one of those like, uh, that's where you're going to end it. Okay. Yep. And that's what we get. That's the end of the episode. So having reached the end of the episode, what do you think? How, How do you feel about it? Eh. yeah not my fave yeah not Uh, my fave and honestly like uh just i was going back through my notes earlier just to see kind of like who the writers were and like which teams were working on which episode uh and i gotta say this this combo of people is is not um not my favorite episodes because the last episode we watched uh by john schwartz schwartzwelder was Mm -hmm. bart the general Oh, and th- it was fine. Mm-hmm. I like Bart. I like Bart the General better than this. Yeah, I, d- I definitely did too. Um, yeah, like it's just you know, I don't. It was just meh for me. Yeah, I I, I thought that there was a. I mean, you know, to look at it with a I guess a too critical eye for what it was. Yeah, I, like 
I thought that the character inconsistencies, like the question about whether, like, whether or not, like, they're being honest, uh, right? Uh, uh, even just even being honest with themselves, and uh, yeah, I thought I, that there were some. I mean, there were some animation issues in there. I I've always notice, thought I didn't notice that as much, but I was just like, okay, we get it. Like, oh, uh-oh. important sports news from the background. I think my iPad sounds are on. Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah. I, I, I remember even as a little kid watching Homer whistle that Valerie song long before I thought it was Nutsack on the Lawn. Uh, <laughs> and, and even it's then. It's called The Happy Wanderer. I don't know if I said that earlier. No, I, I, don't, think, I don't think you did. Uh, but I remember even as a little kid watching that and like it annoying me that he wasn't whistling at the same rhythm as the music playing in the background right. was. Like, and uh, I don't know. I just. I, I don't think that this is a uh, this is a this is very not good a strong episode. episode, especially coming off of Mona Lisa, which I think we both agreed is the strongest episode so far. Yep. And as you mentioned earlier in the episode yesterday, we watched Marge v Monorail, which is like so a laugh so a good. minute. Like, yeah. <clears throat> uh, like I wouldn't say that that's necessarily my favorite episode, but it's definitely up there in terms of just the stupid, ridiculous shit that happens. Uh-huh. And this episode, like it's not there yeah. at all. Yeah. It almost feels a little bit like they backslid. Some I agree. This, I mean, they can't all be episode. gems, right? Like they can't be good. I mean, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like there, you're going to have your strengths and your weaknesses, especially for a show that is like literally in its seventh episode, this episode code is seven G zero nine. So I'm assuming it's the ninth episode that they wrote. Yeah. Um, well, it's just, you know, it just felt like with moaning Lisa that they were kind of hitting their stride. Yeah. And it's definitely a backslide. Uh huh. And so that's okay. You know what? Uh, we, we, uh, anybody who talks Simpsons to you will, will be the first to tell you that the first season Season's is not, not good. A golden season for sure. Right. And that's, that's fine. Well, you know, and I, I think part of the reason too, is that there's really no character growth or depth here. Mm-hmm. What you get is you get Homer being the bumbling idiot. Yeah. And there's really no resolution at the end because it just go, it just bluntly cuts off with her, with Marge being like, Oh, you're my brilliant beast. Yeah, Like there's no heart through the, I, 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 I buy that wholesale. I really yeah. do. There's no heart through the whole episode. And then all of a sudden at the end, we're supposed to be like, Oh, but wait, Oh Look wait, they happy... still love each other. Yeah, th- yeah I'm... I would be pissed as hell at you if you drove our RV off a cliff with all our shit in it and mm-hmm. lost our baby. <laughs> <laughs> like if Leo went to live with a bunch of bears. So like, compare this. We to... don't have a baby. That's our cat, by Com- the way. <laughs> compare. The... Yes, our baby is constantly crawling across the table. <laughs> Me, I threw him off the other day. <laughs> our baby puts its butthole on all our stuff. It's really weird. Um, so compare this. Like compare this ending scene here marge and homer in bed uh to the scene in marge v monorail where uh he wants to be the conductor right and she says she doesn't want him to do it and even though she says you know she doesn't want to do it homer is is gonna pursue it right but this scene already uh, in that episode has heart behind it and homer decides he wants to get frisky with her right and he's, mm-hmm. he's like, what if I talk like this, right? <laughs> what no. if I sing a song? 
I gave my love a chicken. It had no bone. Right. So, like, he's being stupid there, but he's trying to make a connection with Marge. Right. Even whereas, if the connection whereas is Whereas this his... episode really isn't even, like, they don't, like, this is them, like, debriefing what happened on the camping trip. Yeah. This is not, like, it, it doesn't do anything to, like, further the Simpsons themselves as characters mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And, and at the end, I guess, you know, we also just have this, oh, everything's back to normal. Yeah. Home and Marge are back in bed. Right. Uh, and they are uh, they are watching a TV. Obviously, yeah. this is not the other TV. No. It's the, and it's the news anchor again mm-hmm. talking about something I don't remember. By that yeah. point, I was like, I had checked out. I was like, I don't. <laughs> so, you know, long story short, uh, um, Call of the Simpsons, uh, one of those ones from the first season that makes you say that the first season is not part of the golden years. Right. Um, I, I'm i not going to worry about rating it. We're going to get really no, quickly into if we, it. No, if we start ranking all these episodes, we're very quickly going to... Yeah, but I will I, I, I will say this towards the bottom of the pile of the ones we've had thus far. Oh, so yeah, for sure. Make sure, though, that you subscribe to our podcast because we're going to be reviewing Season 1, Episode 8 Which next week. Which is the Telltale Head. Telltale Head. Telltale Head. Yes, watch out for watch out, Jebediah. I like all the literary uh, references in the ti- episode titles. Uh-huh. Like, well, Mona Lisa artwork, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh but the Call of the Simpsons is the mm-hmm. Jack London. Yep, Call book. of the Wild. Yep, and then the Telltale the, Head instead of the Telltale Heart. An obvious reference. Welcome to, to our English literature podcast. Uh huh. And uh, they will continue to make Edgar Allan Poe references throughout the series. Exactly. As you, yes. As you know. Yes. Uh, in is it the first uh, Treehouse of Horror? I don't. I don't know. Could not tell you. Anyways, I'm not sure. Uh, that being said, uh, make sure that you are following us also on our Instagram, which is Escalator to Nowhere Pod. You can follow us on Twitter too at esc 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 to Nowhere Pod. The first Treehouse of Horror is the third episode of the second season. Oh, very good. So it's not too far off. No, thank God. Uh, and we, we are, are we're more than halfway done. More than halfway through with season one. That's absolutely correct. So thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed it again, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We sure would appreciate it. Also, if you would share our podcast with a Simpsons fan in your life. Uh, so we'll see you next time for the Telltale Head. Until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm still learning. And we look forward to having you back. Wait, that's a weird way to exit out. I was going to say back in our house, but that's not right. We look forward to joining you or you have joining <laughs> us for the Telltale Head. Oh, oh there's Knox. He's yep. awake. Uh, next time. So thank you for that awkward exit. Smell you later. Smell you later. Bye. Bye.